It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And this week, we're heading off into the savannah, all the way out there into the plains, into the Pride Lands, as we're going to take a trip with the Lion Guard. Yes, for this week, for show number 138, for the week of February 25th, 2016, we're welcoming none other than Bunga himself. From Disney Channel's newest hit show, The Lion Guard, Joshua Rush here to the show. Joshua voices Bunga from The Lion Guard, as well as being part of a variety of different great sitcoms that you know of, including The Adventures of Puss in Boots, the horror movie Emily, Heroes, and so much more. And Joshua's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things, what it's like voicing Bunga on this hit breakout series, The Lion Guard, that's continuing the tradition and the story of The Lion King, being part of a horror movie in Emily, his upcoming projects, his favorite foods, and even technology. So Joshua's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things and make it fun for all of you D-heads. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-team. That's right, you have the questions, he has the answers. Aaron is going to dip his hand into that virtual mailbag and answer all your questions and I want to know. We have Caitlin giving you the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW in 2. And Nathan is dusting off the books from the library and giving you what just happened this week in Disney history. Let's not forget Paige, who's down at the Walt Disney World Resort, working right now as part of the college program. She's going to be stopping in with an all-new Magical Music Review. We have Jason going deep into the vault with another Blu-ray and DVD you want to add to your collection. And let's not forget Cody, our newest D-Team member, who's going to take a look at our special guest, Joshua Rush, in this week's Hollywood Walk. We also have Randy giving you the latest from Disney Multimedia and more. There is tons of news hot off the D-Wire from the Disney Channel, Disney Junior, Disney XD, Gravity Falls, Star Wars, Zootopia, The Good Dinosaur, and so much more, with tons of news from the Walt Disney Company and all of its properties. So before we officially kick off this week's show, I do also have another birthday announcement. Yes, I know last week I already gave a birthday announcement, but both of my boys have birthdays just a week apart. And this week, my son Zachary is celebrating his eighth birthday. Yes, my boy is growing up and getting bigger. He's a camping-loving, Star Wars-loving, adventurous little boy. And happy birthday to my son Zachary, who's turning eight this week. I have a special song just for you to kick off this week's show. But before I do that, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Mickey's Travel. Mickey'sTravel.com is proud to be a sponsor of Diz Radio, and their travel agency is knowledgeable in all the Disney products and helping you plan the most magical Walt Disney World vacation that you could have for your family. From fast passes, tickets, booking your reservations, and more, they're going to make it seamless, fun, and full of magic for you. And Mickey's Travel is a 100% free no-fee travel agency with legendary service, knowledge, and expertise always available for you. They are going to make it the best vacation that you can possibly have. And if you mentioned you heard about them here on Diz Radio, they also have goodies for you. Yes, they're going to give you lanyards and autograph books and all kinds of little goodies 
just by mentioning you heard about them here on the show. So definitely check them out. Mickey'sTravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So with that said, it is time to officially kick off show number 138 for the week of February 25th, 2015. And like I said, since it is my son's birthday, turning eight years old, Zachary, I'm going to open up this week's show with one of your favorite because you are full of camping, mystery, adventure, wonder, and your brain is always thinking, let's officially kick off this week's show, buddy. Happy birthday to you, and I'll be right back. All the G-Heads. mighty king, and his brother Scar was leader of the Lion Guard. Mufasa had a son, Simba, destined to be the next king. But Scar betrayed Mufasa and laid claim to the Pride Lands. Simba ran away in fear. But Simba found new friends, Timon and Bumba. And he grew great in size and stature. They helped him realize the kind of king he could be. 
So Simba returned to Pride Rock and defeated Scar. But that is not the end of this story. Simba went on to have two cubs of his own. The eldest, Kiara, was destined to rule the Pride Lands. The youngest, Kaya, was destined to lead the new Lion Guard. And now, with the help of his friends, Fooly, Beshti, Ono, and Bonga, Kion must defend the Pride Land and protect the Circle of Life. It is time. This is Joshua Rush from the Lion Guard, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. 
Alright all of you D-Heads, so I am back and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 138 for the week of February 25th, 2016 as we're heading out to the Pride Lands we're going out in the savannah with the Lion Guard as we have none other than Joshua Rush yes, Bunga from Disney Channel's The Lion Guard, Adventures of Puss in Boots Emily, Heroes, and so much more as he's going to be stopping in and talking about a variety of different things including what it's like being part of this new Disney Channel show in The Lion Guard carrying on the story of The Lion King. In addition we have the D-Team back, as I already mentioned, as we have Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, Jason, Cody, and Randy all stopping in here this week with their signature segments. We have tons of news hot off the D-Wire, and of course, I am celebrating my son's 8th birthday here this week, so I hope you enjoyed that official kickoff, Zachary. This one was for you. So before we jump into news hot off the D-Wire, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show, and first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our Mimi's page, and more right there on the official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to get you to our fun, magical show here at Disney On Demand. And remember, if you want to get the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your tablet, and more, all you have to do is subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get the latest show right there on your mobile devices, ready to listen to as soon as they get released. And you can do that through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And remember, all of these links and more and ways to connect up with the D-Team are found on our official website at DizRadio. D-I-Z-Radio.com. So with all that said, all of you D-Heads, it's time to jump into news hot off the D-Wire. And since we are heading out with the Lion Guard here this week, and the show already kicked off with it, it is a catchy song. And how about Bo Black taking you to the Lion Guard with the return of the roar with the all-new official music video of the Disney Channel series. Yes, you can look out because here comes the Lion Guard. And as I already mentioned, the start of the show, it is a catchy, catchy tune. Now, the all-new music video features a variety of different people from composers, songwriters, and performers of the show, including Bo Black, bringing to life the song, Here Comes the Lion Guard. Now, this is a fun song. It's upbeat. It's catchy. I mean, come on. No matter what your age, you cannot help but sing along to this song. It is right up there with, I guess if you're going to Lion King realm, like, I just can't wait to be king. Or like Hakuna Matata. It is just, it's catchy and it's fun. Now, everybody knows that the story does take place about Keon taking stand against the hyenas to save his friend Bunga from becoming Janji's lunch. Now, in doing so, he discovers something special about himself. He possesses the roar of the elders. Now, the official music video is available on YouTube and many other places. The song is available on the official soundtrack for The Lion Guard Return of the Roar. So now you can check out Bo Black's official music video. We do have it posted on our website as well. And just tell me that you're not going to hum along. Now, moving right along here, how about A Wrinkle in Time? Yes, now Ava DuVernay is set to direct Disney's A Wrinkle in Time with the script by Frozen's Jennifer Lee. Yes, Selma director Ava DuVernay has now been set by Disney to direct the film A Wrinkle in Time, an adaption of the 1963 Newbery medal-winning adaption of the fantasy classic novel that is now being scripted by Oscar-winning Frozen writer and co-director Jennifer Lee. Now, Deadline has reported and revealed on February 
February 8th that Duverney has been offered the film and was also in the mix at DreamWorks for Intelligent Life. Duverney now has the offer on the film, and that is in negotiations on the picture that has 12 Years a Slave Oscar writer Lupina Young attached as well. Now, it's unclear which film will go out first, but A Wrinkle in Time was the first to close, and now she is locked in to do this film. Now, it's the culmination of almost six months of courtship by Disney and the motion pictures president, Sean Bailey, and the executive producer of the film. Now, A Wrinkle in Time involves a young girl, for those of you who haven't read the book, whose government scientist father has gone missing after working on a mysterious project called the Tesseract, which involves being transported to a fifth dimension with mysterious inhabited planets. Now, she takes part in a search for her father and sees some incredible creatures along the way. Now, Ava DuVernay is going to bring this to life, and it is a great 1963 novel. Fantastic. It is definitely fun. I mean, I can see Disney going in a variety of different directions with this one, just because it's going to be fun with all the different aliens and creatures, and come on, that comes with toys and plush lines and you name it. It is definitely going to be fun. But now Disney's A Wrinkle in Time with a script written by Frozen's Jennifer Lee is now set to be directed by Ava DuVernay. Now, since we are talking about films and talking about films coming up, how about Pete's Dragon? Yes, it's a brazzle-dazzle day. Oh, that's the wrong Pete's Dragon. But how about Disney delivering the first trailer for the all-new 2016 reboot of Pete's Dragon? Now, Disney fans are getting their first peek at a very different take on a childhood favorite in the recent trailer for Disney's Pete's Dragon. Now, the live-action animation hybrid musical from 1977 is getting a complete makeover, as we've already talked about here on the show. Now, the director, David Lorry, is best known for 2000. 2013's Ain't Them Bodies Saints. In the first trailer, which hit the web Sunday night, Pete has been living away from civilization for six years. And as Disney fans are already aware, he hasn't been alone. Now, a quick look at the IMDb shows several characters from the original are missing in action, and nothing about the new trailer suggests those characters are going to be breaking out into song anytime soon. But nobody should be too worried about the changes. But I don't think we're going to be seeing, you know, any of our favorite villains. And, uh, you know, I would love to see a good doctor with a top hat. But I don't think that's going to happen as well. But you do have a variety of different people that are great cast people. You have Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Redford, Carl Urban, and Oakes Fagley as Pete. Now, it's slated to be released on August 12th of 2016. And I'm going to remain optimistic because that's what we do here at Disney On Demand. We don't bash shows. We don't bash what Disney's doing. We're going to be remain optimistic. It's for a new generation. But I think Pete's Dragon, I think it'll be its own beast, its own monster. Well... I guess, if it's a dragon. But it is hitting screens in 2016, and now you can see the official trailer. Now, getting from the big screen and moving into the small screen, how about Gravity Falls? And how about Gravity Falls' series finale has posted a record ratings high for Disney XD? Yes, the series finale of Gravity Falls, which aired last week, ranked as the number one telecast in Disney XD's history in total viewers, with 2.9 million for kids ages 6 to 12, 1.5 million for boys 6 to 14, and it's number one regular series telecast on a record board across kids ages 6 to 11. Now, Gravity Falls raked the dominant number one spot for this last week in the all-time highest rating for Disney XD. Now, the all-day Gravity Falls takeover event and series finale generated a complete total over the course of the whole day, 10.7 million unique viewers, including 5.4 million kids and 3.1 million boys. Now, for its second season to date, Gravity Falls has generated over 13 million video starts on the Watch Disney XD app. 
Now, Gravity Falls accounted for Disney XD's top nine regular animated series telecasts of all time, and everybody is sad to see this one go. We've talked about it here on the show. I'm really upset that it has to go. I love that show. In fact, we're going to be celebrating Gravity Falls for my son's eighth birthday this weekend. So we have a lot of great Gravity Falls things in the wing. But now, Gravity Falls, this shows you how popular this show was, and too bad they couldn't just talk him into keeping the series going but you know the highest rated for disney xd of all time now since we are talking about ratings here let's move into how about disney jr and sophia the first and the highest ratings in over a year for disney jr's sophia the first with the episode guest starring olaf from disney's frozen now the numbers continue to climb as olaf jumped onto sophia the first now sophia continues to be a very popular disney princess everybody loves the show i know my three-year-old loves it as well but for the first time in over a year it has the highest ratings for any Disney Junior show with Olaf guest starring on Sophia the First. Now, moving away from the small screen, let's get into the parks. And how about Disney World's first employee has now passed away? Yes, Phil Smith was just a few years out of law school when he started working for a mysterious entity, acquiring land for what would become the world's most popular theme park resort. As Walt Disney World's first permanent employee, Smith helped pave the legal path for much of the attraction's development. Now, Smith died Tuesday of complications from kidney disease and COPD, and he was 83 years old. Now, as they have officially released, he really built a very fine legal organization that really, frankly, kept us out of trouble, said Dick Nunes, retired chairman of the Walt Disney Attractions. Under Phil Smith, I never had to worry about any legal problems, and I knew we had a very competent guy that would take care of it. Now, Smith was originally lured to the job by Paul Highwell of Disney's Miami law firm in 1965. Disney was quietly buying more than 40 square miles of Orlando land, and Smith's wife Gwen said that her husband didn't even know at first what company he would represent. Now, Phil Smith would finally have the secret unveiled soon after. Now, one of Smith's biggest accomplishments was helping create the Reedy Creek Improvement District, an unusual government entity through which Disney controls its own planning, building codes, and emergency services. By the end of 1966, a five-inch thick pile of documents related to the Reedy Creek was already ready for Florida registration. Now, looking back, many of his co-workers have said at first they were amazed at just the size of it, they told Orlando Sentinel, as well as many other things to keep this entity as part of Disney's controlled area. Now, this is great. It is definitely one of these employees that's, you know, it's the unsung hero. Without him, there wouldn't be many of the things that we have in place. There wouldn't be a lot of the items that we love as part of Disney and many of the attractions. Now, former Disney executive Duncan Dixon describes Smith as a humble man, and Smith's wife used the same description as well. Now, he did retire in the early 1990s as Disney World's Senior Vice President of Administration and Support. Now, as the Walt Disney World Company has said, Phil played a significant role in the development of Walt Disney World and his contributions will long be remembered. Disney World President George had said in an email statement, Our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family and friends. Now, there wasn't too much on the Disney horizon here this week in terms of news. It's been kind of a low-key week, mainly because, come on, we had the Diamond Disneyland celebration on ABC this last Sunday, which everyone's talking about Star Wars, and of course, the Disney Solar Farm, which looks a lot like Mickey Mouse. But of course it does, but 
scroll through any news feed, and everyone's going to be reporting about Star Wars Land as well as the Mickey Ears Solar Farm. So scroll through it. A lot of great resources out there. I'm sure you'll see it on the horizon. So all VD has with that said, there's a lot of fun things coming up. And of course, The Good Dinosaur got released this week. It's a fun little humble show. And of course, you can read our latest article on our official website on how Disney and Pixar movies teach kids about friendship. Because if there's not one movie that came out recently about friendship, it's definitely The Good Dinosaur. Talking about friendship, loyalty, doing what's right, and being there for each other. The Good Dinosaur definitely does that. Before I release the reins here to the D-Team and encompass us all as one great family in the circle of life, as we're having fun, we're getting ready for Joshua Rush to stop in here, Bunga from the Lion Guard, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Mickey's Travel. Mickey's Travel is proud to be a sponsor of Diz Radio, and their agency is a 100% free, no-fee agency. With legendary service, knowledge, and expertise, they're going to help you plan the most magical Walt Disney World vacation that you can possibly imagine for your family from booking dining reservations the resort planning it booking it getting fast passes characters you name it they're gonna make it the most magical vacation that you possibly could have and just by mentioning that you heard about them here on Diz radio they're gonna hook you up that's right they're gonna hook you up with lanyards autograph books and so much more just by mentioning that you heard about them here on Diz radio so, all VD ads, with that said, news is a little light here this week, but we are not shy of the D team. We have Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, Jason, Cody, and Randy all stopping in here this week to give you a break from what else? Me talking. Yes, this is one of those fun weeks where I'm going to have minimal talking so that way you don't have to listen to me ramble but i'm going to be wrapping up some gifts here in the studios for my eight-year-old boy zachary who's getting ready to celebrate his birthday weekend with all of us here in our family so let's draw that great big circle the circle of life let's all get together because you know what we have none other than joshua rush stopping in here we're heading off to the lion guard we have the d team and more so take it away team and i'll be back a little bit later d heads From the day we arrive on the planet and blinking, stepping to the sun, there's more to be seen. They can never be seen More to do Than could ever be done yeah. Some say eat or be eaten Some say Live and let live yeah. We all are agreeing As they join the stampede You should never take more Than you give In the circle
in this town. How long has he been out there? Six years. You don't survive in a forest for six years alone. He says he wasn't alone. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. I have a follow-up to a question we had last week. Yvette from Chicago was asking about a Disney television special that she remembered. They were at Cheers, and a cast member of Cheers was remembering a trip to Disneyland. While Cheers did appear in Mickey's 60th birthday, like I said, it also appeared on the Disney TV special celebrating Disney's 35th anniversary. In the special, Woody comes out of the bar office requesting to watch the Disneyland TV special. Needless to say, Norm, Carla, and Cliff find Woody's taste in television programming to be boring. Woody begins to recall when he and a few friends went there when he was 10 years old, on opening day. Well, of course, this being Woody, he doesn't quite get his facts straight, with Lilith correcting Woody that given his age, he wasn't even born when the park opened in 1955. Woody also tells the story of his experience in the Haunted Mansion, where he met a little girl who ended up being a ghost. Well, I bet this is a special that you will remember. Hope that clears it up. Well, the virtual mailbag is full again, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Trevor, and he writes, Love the show, and here's my question for Aaron. In Disney's The Lion King 2 and Lion King 1 and a half, how much did the original cast return to reprise their voices? Also, are there soundtracks available? And lastly, just where does the Lion Guard fall in all these films? Thank you. Well, I love the Lion King movies. The original is still one of my all-time favorites. In Lion King 2, most of the original cast returned to reprise their voice roles. 
The exceptions are Rowan Atkinson, who voiced Zazu, was replaced by Edward Hibbert, and Jeremy Irons, who voiced Scar, was replaced by Jim Cummings. In an interesting fact, Jim Cummings voiced Ed, the dim-witted hyena in Lion King, who only communicated through laughter. He also voiced the gopher that talks with Sazu, and replaced Jeremy Irons as Scar in certain lines of Be Prepared after Irons blew his voice. Well, make sure to check out our podcast archives and listen to special guest Jim Cummings all the way back to episode 13. Well, an audio CD entitled Return to Pride Rock, songs inspired by Disney's The Lion King 2 Simba's Pride, was released on September 8, 1998. Although not promoted as a soundtrack to the film, it contained all the songs from the film and some additional songs inspired by Lebo M. In Lion King 1 and a half, the original cast returned to revoice their parts with a few exceptions. Rowan Atkinson, the original voice of Zazu, was again replaced by Edward Hibbert. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, originally Young Simba, is replaced by Matt Weinberg. And James Earl Jones and Jeremy Irons, Mufasa and Scar respectively, did not reprise their roles as their char- characters had silent cameos. The film's soundtrack, The Lion King 1 and a Half, Songs from Timon and Pumbaa's Hilarious Adventure was released to CD by Disney Records on February 10, 2004. It includes two songs from the film, The Lion Sleeps Tonight and Akuna Matata, re-performed by Nathan Lane, who voiced the character Timon. The rest of the soundtrack includes various R&B tracks, including remakes of the Cool in the Gang classic Jungle Boogie by The French, and two instrumental pieces from film composer Don Harper. It features Sheldon Harnick and Jerry Bach's Sunrise Sunset from Fiddler on the Roof. Ennio Morricone was the original composer of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. As far as The Lion Guard, it's a sequel to the original film and a mid-quill to its 1998 sequel, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Well, our next question is from Sandy Lernier of Washington State, and she writes, Disney On Demand podcast? Heading off to the Magic Kingdom in a month or so, and was trying to find some answers on some things that came up with nothing. Where can I meet Peter Pan? It seems he is elusive, and my kids really want to meet this Disney classic character. Not just all the new characters they keep throwing at us. Help. Well, I'm not sure of your specific date you will be at the park. It appears most days from 12.15 to 5.30, you can meet Peter Pan in Fantasyland. He is also known to show up around Peter Pan's flight. The best thing to do is to ask a cast member, and they can find out for you where and when you can see Peter Pan. I sure hope your kids get a chance to meet him, and have a magical time at the world. Well, our final question this week is from Amy, and she writes, Aaron of the team, Thoughts on a vintage Disney movie? I've been trying to find an old film or films. I recall one that had the Apple Dumpling Gang in it, but can't find it anywhere, and also one with Pollyanna. I wish I had more to go off of, 
but I am remember something from when I was like seven years old. Any thoughts on if these were TV movies as additional tales of these characters, or am I just remembering the movie shown on TV? Thank you so much. Well, I love the Apple Dumpling Gang. The movie was released in 1975. The sequel, The Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again, was released in 1979. In January 1982, Disney aired Tales of the Apple Dumpling Gang, a television film starring Ed Begley Jr. in the Conway role and Artie Johnson in the Knotts role. Two months later saw the premiere of a television series, Gunshy, with a completely different cast including Barry Van Dyke in the Bigsby role. Six episodes were produced. Pollyanna was released in 1960. Then the BBC produced a six-part TV serial in 1973 starring Colleyton Grammar School pupil Elizabeth Archard as Pollyanna and Elaine Stritch as Aunt Polly. This was run on the Sunday tea time slot where they often ran fairly faithful adaptations of classic novels aimed at a family audience. However, it followed the Disney film by having Pollyanna injured in a fall from a tree. Then there was also a modernized made-for-TV musical version made by Disney originally airing on NBC in 1989 with an African-American cast entitled Polly which later had a sequel, Polly Coming Home. Well, I definitely learned something new answering this question. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age. And dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D heads. Dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that Stop what shoot! Next on Walt Disney. Two fierce desperados. Nobody's afraid of a stick. Two innocent orphans. They are not my kids. A sophisticated gentleman. Are you right? Are you crazy? A dangerous outlaw. They're the Apple Dumpling Gang. In their all-new adventure. Next on Walt Disney. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. There's a frightened, trembling man His body's weak and feeble And his skin has lost its tan When I asked him for a ticket He turned and shook his head He grabbed me by the shoulder And this is what he said Before you get on board this train There's something you should know When I finish with this tale You might not want to go I listened with amazement That what he said was true And now, my friend, the time has come To tell this tale to you Hear the legend of Thunder Mountain If you eat a pot and stay away From the Thunder Mountain Railroad Thunder Mountain Railroad on the way He 
said the legend has it on one foggy night in June. The training crew pulled out at twelve beneath the darkened moon. The boiler full of water and the tender full of cold. The whistle screamed a warning as the wheels began to roll. Then like a bug, he brought go with a cougar on his back. The training began to run away that mile and mile of track. What happened to the crew that night, no one has ever learned. The train pulled in all by itself. The men did not return. Hear the legend of Thunder Mountain. If you eat your pot and stay away. The big thunder, mountain railroad. Thunder Mountain railroad run away. Thunder continues to unfold. The stories of its danger continue to be told. Avalanche of rattlesnakes and earthquakes in the night. And voices of that phantom crew that chill your run with So please forgive me, mister, if I'm standing in your way. But before you buy your ticket, there's one thing I have to say. Hear the Sorry for the hold-up, folks. There seems to be a slow-moving train up ahead, so we got to sit here for a spell. You just remain seated, and we'll be right with you. You're listening to Disney On Demand. Hi there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. Your little ones can now become official members of the Lion Guard in Animal Kingdom. The Lion Guard is a new Disney Junior show focusing on Simba and Nala's second-born son, Kion. So we're excited to hear that they're incorporating the cute show into the parks with the Lion Guard adventure. You can pick up your Lion Guard map at select merchandise locations throughout the park to get started. Your kiddo will have fun searching for the Lion Guard character statues, and with each statue is a sign describing their best character attributes that every member of the Lion Guard should aspire to. Once all five have been found, there's a little celebration with cast members at Rafiki's Planet Watch, where they'll be inducted into the club, do some fun activities, and get a photo with Rafiki himself. Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival is just around the corner, and the Disney Parks blog gave us a sneak peek at the newest themed merchandise. The logo features Figment for the very first time. He'll be emblazoned on t-shirts, hats, pins, mugs, magnets, a limited edition magic band, and even a super cute flower pot. 
If you're looking to show your Star Wars side in your garden this spring, some new garden decor featuring Yoda will be available too. I'm sure we've all seen the latest concept art for the Star Wars land, but you may not have known that some pretty cool Star Wars themed entertainment will be premiering at the studios this spring to help tie us over until the land is constructed. First is the stage show, Star Wars A Galaxy Far, Far Away, that will feature iconic moments from the saga, as well as appearances from Chewbacca and your favorite villains. The show will take place on the stage in front of the Chinese Theater beginning on April 4th. Several times a day, you'll also be able to catch a Stormtrooper procession outside of the launch bay. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly!
Hi again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. So as always, branching off that, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with a throwback to This Week in Diz Radio History with show number 101 from February of 2015 last year featuring legendary Disney Imagineer Rolly Crump himself. Throw back with us today and check it out. Now, starting this week in Disney history, we're going to begin in 1939, when Walt Disney receives a special Oscar for his classic 83-minute animated film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, at the 11th Academy Awards held at the Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles, California. The presenter who gave it to him was Shirley Temple. In 1940, Disney's second animated feature, Pinocchio, which premiered early in February, is generally released in the United States. In 1964, the Below Decks Museum attraction opens at the sailing ship Columbia, located in Disney's Frontierland. In 1996, Disney Online launches Disney.com, which is now going to be a website designed to promote a wide range of Disney products on the internet, and is going to become a huge sensation today with almost every flavor Disney website you can imagine. In 1997, Disney CEO Michael Eisner and Stephen Jobs, CEO of Pixar Animation Studios at the time, announced that the Walt Disney Studios and Pixar have officially agreed to jointly produce five movies over the next ten years. In 2002, at Walt Disney World, one of the park's longest-running shows, Legend of the Lion King, is finally having its curtain call after more than 75,000 performances. A new 20-minute 3D film called Mickey's Magic is going to replace it. And also in 2002, the Travel Channel airs Great Hotels, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club resorts for the first time. In 2006, comedic actor Don Knotts passes away at the age of 81 in Beverly Hills, California. Don's credentials stretch far across the Disney company, such as Chicken Little, 101 Dalmatians the series, the Apple Dumpling Gang series, as well as Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo. But many will always remember him as lovable Deputy Barney Fife on The Andy Griffith Show. In 2008, comedy legend Don Rickles, the voice of Toy Story's Mr. Potato Head, takes a visit to Walt Disney Imagineering in L.A. The Disney Imagineers are going to sit down and uh, and talk with him for a bit, and they created a sophisticated audio-animatronics fe- figure featuring the voice of Rickles for Toy Story Mania, which is an interactive ride-through attraction that combines 3D technology and interacts with Disney Pixar's characters. The new attraction is scheduled to open late in 2008 at Disney World and Disneyland Resort. And we're going to end this week in Disney history, D-Heads, with a lot of birthdays around the Disney company again. We're going to start them out this week with Hazel Gilman, who was the Disney Studio nurse, officially. Toy Story 2's Stinky Pete himself, Kelsey Grammer. Corbin Blue, who played Chad Danforth in the High School Musical series. Disney legend John Mills. Paul Dooley, who played Sarge in the Cars series. Leah Salonga, who was Jasmine's singing voice in Aladdin. And finally, Steve Jobs, who needs zero introduction. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Feel free to email me at Nathan at DizRadio.com. Would love to hear from you and get some emails. And as always, guys, have a great week and see you real soon. Gotcha now, Bunga. Not yet! Chaga, chaga, chaga! Stop it! Bunga! Game over. Says who? I'm not afraid of the Outlands. Neither am I. It's just my dad. He says we shouldn't... Oh, please!
Jeez, Simba's a big old scaredy cat when it comes to the Outlands. You know what my uncles always say? Hakuna Matata. Whoa! Huh? Bunga? <laughs> you look a little stuck. You kidding? It's just a tree branch. Huh? Now where'd that baobab fruit go? we go. Avi Kabisa. Bunga, heads up! Relax, Kion. Remember, Hakuna! Matata? Get out of there, Bunga! Okay, hyena. <laughs> <laughs> My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Required voice identification. EC82. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back down here to the vault, where we're the area between the Pride Lands and the Elephant Graveyard. The Lion King has become one of the most known modern classics. Most people cannot complete a list of animated films without putting this title on it. Not only has it spawned two sequels, but we can now add two television programs to that list as well. On November 22nd, 2015, hey, wait, what a great day. That should be made a national holiday, something like High Valtuian Birthday. Yeah, you guessed it. it was, it's my birthday. Anyway, back on that day, the Disney Channel let the world in on a little secret. The Lion King was back. This time, we have a half-hour adventure explaining the outrageous doings in the savannah with the newest cub of the pride, Keon and the Lion Guard. Since Keon's best friend Bunga, the Honey Badger, is with us this week, well, at least his human counterpart, Joshua Rush, is, and the fact that this DVD release happens to be this past Tuesday, we are going to look at the newly added Vault Edition with the pilot episode to the show known as The Lion Guard, Return of the Roar. It's another day in the savannah. The elk are grazing, the elephants are bathing. They have their, their trunks on. Yeah, I get it, yeah. And Simba's doing what he is destined to do, rule the Pride Lands. He knows just as his father had warned him that his time will be limited as we all have a finite time on the circle of life. That's where he must transfer his knowledge to his daughter, Kiara, the one day queen of the Pride Lands. You may remember Kiara from Lion King 2, or as we like to call it, the animal Romeo and Juliet. Anyway, the lesson is faring well until Kiara's little brother, Kion, and his best friend, Bunga, interrupt. Papa is not proud. Kion apologizes and takes his games out to the savannah, where their game goes from better to worse. Their ball is knocked into the Outlands, a place where Simba has forbade Kion to go. That doesn't stop Bunga, because a honey badger doesn't give up. Well, well, you know the rest. Anyway, as Bunga collects his toys, he bumps into the hyena clan. Not one to let his friend suffer, Keon goes in and saves him with a mighty roar. A roar so powerful that it causes a lion-shaped mark to appear on his fur and be heard all the way back to Pride Rock. Rafiki, along with Nala and Simba, are curious as to what this means for Kion. Being a wise monkey as he is, he lets them know in typical fashion, it is time. 
We learn that Kion has a powerful pair of pipes, which is known as the Roar of the Elders, and he is destined to be the leader of the Lion Guard. What is the Lion Guard? Well, it's kind of like the Avengers for the Pride Lands. But thankfully, we have Rafiki to tell us better. The Lion Guard is a group composed of the bravest, strongest, fastest, fiercest, and keenest of sight in the Pride Lands. See, I told you, it's the Avengers. But there's a catch. There's always a catch. The roar can be used for good or for evil. It seems the last Lion Guard was led by none other than Uncle Happy Pants himself, Scar. The power of the roar meant so much to him in an evil way that he wanted to use it to help him overthrow Mufasa. As we all know, that's not how it happened. Seems before the ugly brotherly confrontation in the Stampede, Scar tried to convince his Lion Guard to do the dirty deed. That wasn't gonna happen. When Scar realized their loyalty was to the king, he used his roar to destroy the guard. The guard has not existed since, and because he used the roar for evil, Scar lost that power forever. Kion vows not to let that happen, and that his lion guard will be the best ever. First on his list as a member? Bunga. And why wouldn't you choose the bravest of all badgers? I mean, if I were to have to choose between Bucky and Bunga, Bunga wins. His story and choice were cleverly overheard by Mazingo, the vulture, who happens to be good friends with Janja, the leader of the hyena clan. What is a Lion King story without Timon and Pumbaa? Pretty boring if you ask me. I love me some Timon. We are lucky to have everyone's favorite meerkat and warthog to join us in this adventure. And if you want to know what they've been doing before this, you can always watch Lion King One and a Half. Don't have the time? Check out my vault view on it from April 13th. That's episode 37, now available in the Disney On Demand archives. Timon and Pumbaa happen to be Bunga's adopted uncles. They also happen to be around when Kion and Bunga are helping Zuri, Kiara's friend. This is Kion and Bunga's first act of heroism as part of the Lion Guard. After saving Zuri, the new heroes adopt a motto, Zukazama. Life is exciting. Hmm, a motto. Hmm, should have thought of that myself. Oh well, Hakuna Matata. It seems the newfound club really bothers Kiara, and she heads back home. I guess sibling rivalry still runs strong in Pride Rock. Back in the Outlands, Mazingo tells Janja of the new Lion Guard. This does not bode well for any evildoer. So what does any baddie do? Prepare to stop this at all costs. This is not good for a new band of heroes. To make matters worse, Kiara tells Simba about Kion's new little club, which now includes Ono the Egret, Bashetti the Hippo, and Fili the Cheetah. Seems Kion knows how to follow the parameters of getting a gang of heroes together. Before Simba has a chance to tell Kion that the guard should be comprised of lions only, and he should take more responsibility in leading the guard, Kion wants to show his team his mighty roar, when only a squeak comes out. How embarrassing. Doing as a responsible soon-to-be queen would do, Kiara is out on the prowl with her best friend. Nothing says a perfect afternoon other than tracking gazelles. Whatever happened to hanging out at the mall? Anyway, everything seems just right until Janja and his gang are headed into the gazelle herd. Kiara rushes to get Simba, but the hyenas are too much for her friend. Kiara rushes in to save her, but there are too many of them. This may be the end of Kiara and the show. I, I can't watch this kind of gruesomeness. Meanwhile, sulking elsewhere in the Pride Lands, Kion is feeling discouraged. What happens when we're all discouraged? Well, I usually go for a big bowl of ice cream and wallow in my sorrows, but here on Pride Rock, Mufasa shows up with some words of encouragement. 
You know, the grandfatherly thing. Believe in yourself, trust your instincts, floss after every elk rib, blah blah blah. After some good advice and hearing that his sister's in trouble, Keon calls on the Lion Guard. Together, the group defeats the hyenas, all using their respective talents. But it's Bunga who truly saves the day, not only using his bravery, but his powerful backside, making Pumbaa proud. It is now time to send all of those hyenas away, and with one powerful roar, Keon sends the hyenas back to the Outland. Of course, Janja vows to gain revenge on Keon and his friends. You know, the infamous, you haven't seen the last of me thing, usually wagging their finger or something like that. Seeing how they all work well together, and saving Kiara doesn't hurt either, Simba realizes that Keon is doing the right thing and stands beside his son and the newly formed Lion Guard. This DVD was the perfect introduction to this new Disney Channel program. You can catch Keon and his friends on the Disney Channel and Disney Junior. The show is just as fun as the original movies and of course the new film we just talked about as well. If you missed the original airing of Return of the Roar, you're probably out celebrating my birthday, I completely understand, but you are in luck. As of this past Tuesday, that would be February 23rd, the DVD was released for everyone to add to their collection. Yes, it's just a DVD, no Blu-ray, but I have to say, for a digital transfer onto DVD, it looks great. The sound, phenomenal, and all the songs are there too. Oh, did I forget to tell you that there is a full soundtrack out as well? Trust me, if you have sung and danced like your inner lion should to the original music, you are going to be strutting that tail even higher with this one. Sure, it's not Sir Elton John, but you know what? It's still just as fun. Now on to my favorites, the bonus features. Uh, there's only one, that being the music video for the title song, Here Comes the Lion Guard, performed by Bo Black. But that's okay! That only means that when the first season comes to DVD or Blu-ray completely, we will be treated to many different nuggets of joy. It is so great to see new and exciting programming coming to us from the Disney Channel, utilizing all sorts of talent. As you can see from Bunga that he is not afraid to do anything. This is true of his character and his human counterpart. So carve out some time to watch Return of the Roar. Trust me, once you watch it, you will jump right into the series. So I'm going to file this one under C for Circle of Life, and I'll see you again next week with a new blue for you to view here in the vault. You can always drop me a line. It does get pretty lonely down here. Emails are always welcome. Jason at DizRadio.com. Pretty simple. Let's chat movies. It's what I love to do, along with long hikes, cooking exotic meals, and making people laugh, which I hope you're doing right now. So until then, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies is all where the sunlight touches and always deep inside of you.
I gotta tell you, Timon, that song always gets me right here. Yeah, Pumba. Well, enough of that. Uh, Timon, what are you doing? I'm fast-forwarding to the part where we come in. But you can't go out of order. Au contraire, my porcine pal. I've got the remote. But everyone's gonna get confused. We gotta go back to the beginning of the story. We're not in the beginning of the story. Yes, we were the whole time. Yeah, but they don't know that. Then why don't we tell them our story? Ah! Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't we tell them our story? Oh, I like the sound of that. A little backstage tour. Take them behind the scenes for a revealing and intimate look at the story within the story. Because what they don't know is how we really were there, even though they didn't know we were there, you know? Couldn't have said it better myself. So, does this mean we're going back to the beginning? Oh, no, Pumba. No. We're going way back to before the beginning. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Three? What's with the three? No, no, no. The three has got to go. Timon, you can't use two. There's already been a two. Ooh, you got a point there, big fella. It's not a sequel anyway. Yeah, more like a behind the sequel. A what, a hookwell? Oh, you know, an in-between quill. That's it. Pumba, my muse. It's genius. There. Now this title's a knockout. No. Not literally. Hi, I'm Stephen Anthony Lawrence, Beans from Even Stevens, and you're listening to Disney On Demand! Oh yeah! Let's start those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk. Everybody. Welcome to this week's Hollywood Walk. Cody here, getting you ready to meet our guest for this week's show, number 138, Joshua Rush. Joshua is best known for his work on Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Parental Guidance, and Breakpoint. We D-heads know him more recently as Bunga from the Disney television movie The Lion Guard, Return of the Roar, and the Disney Junior television series The Lion Guard. So let's take a minute or two and get to know Joshua a little better. Joshua was just 10 months old when he first appeared in a local television special and then several ads and catalogs shortly thereafter. By age two and a half, he had the uncanny ability to identify cars by logo and body style and was soon featured on the KHOU Morning News in a segment on how to raise smart kids. Joshua is from Houston, Texas and is currently 14 years of age. But don't let that number trick you. He's already wise beyond his years 
by the projects that he's chosen to take part in. His resume already includes several film festival projects and big budget films. His starring role in Parental Guidance alongside Billy Crystal, Bette Midler, and Marissa Tomei was a huge hit in 2012 and also earned him a Young Artist Award nomination as Best Supporting Young Actor aged 10 and under in a feature film. He also starred in the independent film Saving Lincoln, which was in 2013, where he played Tad Lincoln and was recently seen in Breakpoint alongside Jeremy Sisto and David Walton. Joshua can also be seen in the upcoming horror movie entitled Emily, that's E-M-E-L-I-E, which is set to hit the theaters in March of this year. I would not recommend taking the kids to see that one, though. It looks pretty frightening from the trailer that I saw. Then again, I'm not a huge horror type of guy, so that could just be me. Along with those impressive titles, he has also been in the television series Clarence, The Adventures of Puss in Boots, where he plays Toby, currently, Heroes, playing Little Siler, which was his first major television role back in 2009, and has made appearances in shows such as Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, Chuck, House MD, Criminal Minds, and much more. As mentioned, Joshua is currently playing Bunga in the Disney Junior series The Lion Guard, which debuted January 15th of this year, which continues on all the fun and adventure from the television movie The Lion Guard Return of the Roar, which aired last November. The Lion Guard series is based on Kion, Prince of the Pride Lands, and he realizes that he is the next leader of the Lion Guard. The tradition says that the secondborn of the reigning king must be the leader of the Lion Guard, so Simba asks Kion to assemble the bravest, fastest, strongest that uh, he can find in the Pride Lands, but he fails to mention that the guards should really consist of all lions such as themselves. Kion's roster ends up including all sorts of animals from the Pride Lands, one of which is Bunga, the fearless honey badger who also happens to be Kion's best friend who's always looking for adventure. The Lion Guard is a great show, not just for kids, but for grown-ups as well, who remember seeing The Lion King when they were younger. I sure do, and the show is done in such a way that it's got the same quality as The Lion King did when I remember seeing it in theaters. And the show really does um, a fantastic job of keeping the story going as well as the return of the roar did and it's just it's very nicely done and i i highly recommend it if you haven't started watching it to to go and do that on the disney jr network right now so as we've covered there doesn't seem to be anything that uh, joshua can't can't do at such a young age it'll be really exciting to see where his this career path takes him uh hopefully he has a lot more success in it as the years progress here. Until then, we can enjoy hearing him sing Zukazama and helping Kion keep that Lion Guard on point. Well, that's going to do it for me, D-Heads. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at Cody, that's C-O-D-Y, at DizRadio.com. And we'll see you all next week. All yours, Jonathan.
Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And with us here this week, as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones on the small screen, ones that are coming into your home every single day. And with us here this week is a talented young actor who you may know from Netflix, The Adventures of Puss in Boots, as well as the latest breakout hit on Disney Channel and Disney Junior, The Lion Guard, as the voice of Bunga. We have none other than Joshua Rush here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Hi, thanks for having me. It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, the Lion Guard, fantastic breakout so far. Everybody loves it. But the one thing I always love to start with all of our guests of all ages is, what made you want to become an actor? Uh, You know, my mom really got me into it before I was a free-thinking individual. Um, <laughs> reality. Um, my mom noticed I really liked being in front of the camera. And she got me into it, and she we lived in Houston at the time, and she started getting me into a little bit of modeling, some kind of print jobs, and from there it expanded into theatrical work, and then we moved to L.A., and after we moved to L.A., our, my theatrical kind of started to boom a little bit more, and then uh, we started doing voice work, and to make a long story short, here I am. <laughs> well, you know, and you've been everywhere. I mean, all over the board. I mean, everything from Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, like I said, Puss in Boots, which is, of, of course, a great Netflix original uh, series. Now, of course, The Lion Guard for all of our Disney fans. Uh, you know, how did you land that role? Was it a, a simple cattle call? Or, you know, what? how did you land that role? And what did you think of the final product? Have you watched it? Amazingly enough. Um, I got the role by being the original Bunga. Uh, I joke with uh, Ford Riley, the executive producer, that he and I are the only two original uh, crew members. And it's actually true because uh, when they were creating a little teaser for what the show would be like, they brought in a small little group of voice actors, um, one of which being me, uh, to audition, and I got the part. Uh, and from there, that was about three years ago, and um, from there, about a year after that, then um, they straight up came out and told me they wanted me to be Bungo when they actually started creating the show. Uh, that was <laughs> three years ago, and uh, the show just came out. It was not that easy to keep it under wraps for that long. And yes, of course, I watched my own show. Um I, it's awesome. It's so crazy because I at times forget that it's my voice. It's weird. Uh, but it's really, really cool, without a doubt. Well, you know, and, and you've done so many different things, you know, from being in front of the camera and voices, you know, with being in part of the Adventures of Puss in Boots and, of course, the Lion Guard with being Bunga. Uh, you know, do you love doing voice work and then seeing this, you know, animated project afterwards that your voice is attached to as somebody completely different? I mean, you know, because you're not running around as this little bugger out in the wilderness. It's definitely, it's definitely difficult, but it's definitely a lot of fun. And they're very, they're very different styles of acting. I guess, what, what are those differences? I mean, I guess, how different is it for you to get behind a microphone and, you know, kind of record, you know, a script for the day for an animated series as opposed to getting in front of the camera, you know, for heroes and uh, shows like that? Uh, well, for one, I don't have to physically exert myself as much, which for a, <laughs> little, for, which for a puny little unathletic boy like I am is awesome. Um, 
but then there's also there's a lot of um you don't always have to do it with an ensemble, which of course I, I love doing it with the ensemble because the entire cast of the Lion Guard is amazing. Um but you don't always do it like that. Uh there's also um the major difference of being able to shoot an entire episode in like two hours about which is insanity, considering that on a TV show it takes about five days to shoot an entire episode. Uh, but then there's also uh, the big difference in how long it takes to get to see your final product. Um, it's a little insane how long it takes. It's, it was two years since we recorded Return of the Roar um, until November when we finally when it finally aired. Now, when it finally did air, like you said, that really does take a lot of time for everybody to create an animated classic and television series and whatnot. Now, when you finally saw it, um, you know, like you said, you forgot that it was even you. It's hard to even tell sometimes. Now, do any of your friends and family watch the show and recognize it's you instantly? Did you get any phone calls asking if it, asking if it was you that you didn't tell anybody? Well, you know, I did have one friend of mine... Um, who told me uh, she turned on her TV during her morning breakfast cereal and told me, you know what I heard when I woke up? I heard your freaking voice. And now I have that <laughs> song in my head, and that song was Zukazama. So that was that was fun to know. That was exciting. <laughs> now, uh, my friends, most of my friends are not exactly in uh, the Lion Guard's demographic. <laughs> right. Well, you you know, you have a little bit more age than, uh, you know, the three to five and six year olds out there. Now, that also is going to bring me to other things that you like, Apple products, technology, uh, animals, items like that. So, of course, the Lion Guard has animals. You love animals. What is your favorite animal out there? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's a question I haven't been asked before. I got to think about that. <laughs> There's so many good ones. There are. There are. I, I I would have to say that I'm a little biased towards the honey badger, of course. Um, I, I actually think that they're really interesting animals. Um, they can run really fast. They eat everything, which is, which bodes well for me. Um, they, um, they're also very funny looking. I, I think they're pretty strange. I, I like them. They're also incredibly smart, which I think is really cool. I saw a video. I don't know where it's from, so don't quote me on this, but this honey badger kept escaping from the the cage that the zookeepers had put him in, and it was really interesting. He kept just finding original and, like, imaginative ways of escaping from this cage. And so, yeah, I guess I, I guess all of that would kind of put a, uh, put the honey badger on top for me. <laughs> now, you, you know, with that, you know, you seem to know a lot about the honey badger. Now, of course, that's going to go to the flip side and going from the wilderness to technology, apps, um, you know, Apple products, as we all love. Um, so are you a, a heavy Mac user? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I don't think I've ever owned um, any product that is not a Mac in my life. <laughs> that's probably not that great. I should probably get some diversity. No, well, you know, coming from somebody who's a Mac user, you're on the right track. Thank you, thank you. Somebody gets it. One of my uh, one of my friends' dads works. Uh, one of my friends' dad, uh, he works for Microsoft, and so they're always they're always trying to get me to stray from the path of righteousness. 
<laughs> now, I guess, you know, getting back to your career and of course, you know, with, uh, you know, Lion King, Lion Guard, uh, so many things on the horizon with that, you're also going to go the flip side and you're also going to go deep into horror and uh, you're going to be in an upcoming horror film as well. Can you tell us a little more about that? Uh, well, I'm in the film Emily, which premiered at Tribeca last, gosh, I think it was winter, uh, the Tribeca Festival in New York. And uh, it is a, I don't know if I'd call it horror, but it's definitely a thriller film. Maybe it's, it's kind of right on that border between uh, thriller and horror. And um, it's a movie about a crazy babysitter who tries to kidnap my little brother. And I end up having to save him and my little sister uh, from getting kidnapped um, by this insane babysitter. Um, and that was a lot of fun. We shot that up in Buffalo um, a little while ago. And um, it was actually, it was it's a really intense movie, but it was a lot of fun. Well, you know, I guess, how different is it, too, you know, doing something that's a little more intense like that as opposed to being, you know, lighthearted, uh, you know, laughing, teaching, you know, five-year-olds uh, better ways of life? I guess, how different is it, you know, going into that horror realm? I mean, you kind of, you go into it with a different mindset. It's, it's, it's all a very different character. Bunga, Bunga's very jaunty and happy. But then there's, there's my character in that film who was Jacob, who was very quiet, um, didn't really talk much, um, very kind of almost a stereotypical preteen kind of boy, had a little crush on the babysitter at first, but then kind of, rises up to the challenge and grows up within the course of this uh, film. So, I, I mean, I, I think the main part of it is just going in. I, I just kind of went into, I go into both of them as uh, in a very different mindset. Well, you know, and it shows your diversity, too. You know, like you said, it must be a different mindset, you know, because you've been on so many different things like Chuck, uh, Heroes, as well as, like I said, you know, coming back to, you know, The Adventures in Puss in Boots, which, of course, isn't Disney, but it is just as huge. Does it ever shock you when, you know, you're out and about, you know, even just, you know, when you're just even in your room? Uh, do you ever look at things like the Lion Guard, Puss in Boots, you know, some of the shows, and just realize, wow, this is what I'm doing as a career right now? It, it has to feel amazing. Yep. I have quite a few moments like that. It's very weird. Um, I, my dad has a thing where he asks me, how many 14-year-olds do you think are doing this? And whatever crazy, weird thing I'm doing at that moment. And I say, probably one. It's, it's amazing, and I, I feel really blessed um, to, to, you know, be able to have these crazy, amazing, super fun opportunities. Well, you know, and with these opportunities, too, you know, like you said, you know, you're 14, so accomplished already. Um, you know, I know there's a lot more to come down the road for you. Do you have any uh, television show or movie or moment that you've worked on where, you know, you've either met somebody or it's a fantastic memory from the set or doing the voice work that is definitely one you are never going to forget? I have a lot of those. Um, I don't even know if I can just kind of pick one out of thin air. Um. I like to say that you can get a nugget of gold from everyone. Uh, everybody that you can meet has something special that they can offer you. So I think I have little nuggets from everyone. 
you know, that right there, I think, sums it up right there. You're going to get something from everybody along your whole career. It couldn't have been summed up by, you know, better than, you know, from a 65-year-old actor out there. So you summed it up really good. I guess, you know, with that, you know, we don't want to keep you too long. We know that you have so many different things going on. But, you know, we, we let our listeners in as to, you know, who we're going to be speaking with. And, of course, some of them had a few questions they wanted to ask you. And if, uh, we'll start with the ones that, of course, are going to be the simplest ones. And, uh, of course, with the Lion Guard. Um, you know, even though it's not your target demographic, do you still enjoy watching that show? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a super fun show. Even if it wasn't me, I, I might even watch it, probably. Um, <laughs> it's a really fun show, and it's and I think it's a great way to um, teach kids uh, about how, really big concepts that are tackled really well, and I think it's a really good proof as well. Um, that kids can take these, like, longer narrative shows. Um, I, I like it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you know, and, and with that, another question then, like I said, I'm going to go down the line here for you. Uh, you know, one that's totally off topic. What is your favorite food? Okay, so I've only had it once, um, but to this day, it remains my favorite thing that I've ever eaten in my entire life. So there were these really, really thin French fries. They were on a bed of arugula, drizzled in truffle oil, with sprinklings of freshly grated Parmesan cheese. Or it might not have been Parmesan. I'm not sure what kind of cheese it is. And single-handedly, I'm I'm a fan of like the thin yet very crispy French fries. Single-handedly, the best tasting thing I have ever. Eaten. And I've eaten a lot of <laughs> you know, something like that, like you've described, it sounds like you should be on Master Chef or something. You know, as a taste tester. Uh, I would, I would be happy. Are they are, are, are they hiring? Well, you know, Joshua, it was our pleasure having you stop in. So many great things. Everybody can hear you as Bunga on Disney's The Lion Guard. Um, you know, on Netflix, of course, as The Adventures in Puss in Boots, as Toby, as well as so many different things, including Emily, your newest thriller that's going to be coming up this year as well. I guess in closing, for everybody that's fans of everything from your career, because you have made your rounds already, everybody that's watching The Lion Guard, do you have any final words that you'd like to leave out there for all of your fans tuning in? Uh, thanks for being a fan. Uh, it's weird to think about. If I have fans, uh, I just kind of would want to say thank you. It's really cool to even think that I have fans. I have some really, really exciting stuff coming up uh, on the horizon that I can't yet talk about, but I will be able to soon, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it doesn't remain under the rug for two years like uh, the Lion Guard did. Um, yeah, there's exciting stuff coming up, and uh, thanks for being a fan, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, it was our pleasure having you stop in and, uh, you know, really looking forward to seeing more of you, hearing more of you and so many things on the horizon. And thanks, Joshua, once again for stopping in. And I know we're going to be seeing you for years to come. Thank you so much. You have a great rest of your day. Like a king was
special guest this week. I have a special game that I know that you will enjoy and add to your growing gaming collection. The game is called The Lion Guard and it's created by Disney. Inspired by the all new Disney Channel movie The Lion Guard Return of the Roar and also the new Disney Junior TV series. Join Kion and The Lion Guard on an action-packed adventure to protect the Pride Lands. Raise Kion through five challenging beautiful locations such as the Big Springs, the Grasslands, the Canyons, Hakuna Matata Falls, and the Outlands. Featuring 25 gorgeous levels to race through, but be aware of the mischievous hyenas, mean vultures, hungry crocodiles, and more. Conquering dangerous threats along the way by choosing a helpful guard member. Each member has their own special abilities. Fill up Kion's roar meter to unleash his special roar of the elders. And you must hurry to complete each mission before the sun sets. The app costs about $3.99 in the Apple App Store. It's compatible to run on iPhone 4S and up and the iPad 3 and up. So with the new movie being available to release this week, 
watching this wonderful cartoon series so far on Season 1, I feel this has been a great addition to the Lion King trilogy movie series. Well, this is Randy signing off with Disney Multimedia. Be sure to keep your eyes, ears, and senses alerted with the latest Disney Multimedia around you. Until then, see you next time. Cooper. And their dealings with dressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that side rock. In the lair of the Lion God. A new legend awaits. It is time! This November, Kion, you are the leader of the new Lion Guard. I'm the what? You had the ass. A hero will rise. You are about to embark on a great journey. Foster, I want you all to join the new Lion Guard. Say what? We are going to make a great team. <laughs> the Lion Guard has always been made of lions. New Lion God could be very bad news for us hyenas. What are we gonna do? We'll take down all the animals we can. Together. The hyenas! What? Kiara! Help! Oh no! They must. So what if we're not all lions? It's up to us to stop them. Defend. The Lion God, protectors of the Pride Lands. Fooly, the fastest. Crazy! Beshti, the strongest. Out of the way! Oh no, keenest of sight. Target and And the bravest? It's Bunga. Sukazama! We are the Lion Girl. It is time. The Lion Guard, Return of the Roar, premieres Sunday night, November 22nd at 7 on Disney Channel. This is Robert Guillaume, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Jumbo D-Heads, Paige here with an all-new Magical Music Review. Joshua Rush was just in the studio with Jonathan, and as we all know, Joshua is the voice of Bunga the Honey Badger on the all-new Disney Junior original series, The Lion Guard. I've been following the new show since the premiere film this past November, and I've enjoyed it ever since. One thing I love about it is the music. It's not Hans Zimmer, Sir Tim Rice, and Sir Elton John, but I think the new soundtrack, released on January 8th of this year, stands on the shelf next to the original film soundtrack as an equal. Music for the show is written by composer Christopher Willis, whose Disney credits include the Mickey Mouse shorts and the 2011 film Winnie the Pooh, and songwriter, composer, and performer Bo Black, whose Disney credits include Miles from Tomorrowland and Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Now, enough of my jibber-jabber, I have our music queued up and ready to go. So let's travel back to the Pride Lands and explore the music from Disney Junior's hit show, The Lion Guard. Immediately jumping in here with Joshua, let's take a look at Bunga's solo song and his catchphrase. With translation from Swahili to English, Zukazama means pop up and dive in. This fun little number is upbeat, full of energy, and full of excitement. Utilizing various forms of percussion and guitar, as well as a backup chorus, Bunga tells his friends his personal philosophy for life. While respecting his uncle's philosophy of Hakuna Matata, Bunga adds to this. Still having no worries, he encourages all to take advantage of all life has to offer, to face the crazy curves thrown at you, and just reminds us that life is exciting and fun. Zukazama.
This next selection has become one of my favorites from the soundtrack. In Return of the Roar, Kion is tasked with selecting the new Lion Guard, but when he doesn't meet Simba's expectations and can't seem to harness the roar of the Elders, he begins to doubt himself. Kion's lament starts with a very confused and unsure Kion. Very much the ballad of the soundtrack, our instrumentation starts off much softer. Max Charles, the voice of Kion, builds up an emotion and dynamic as he doubts if he is truly meant to be a leader. And, just as he makes that declaration, he has a surprise visitor, his grandfather Mufasa, once again voiced by Hollywood legend James Earl Jones. Mufasa reassures Kion and encourages him to trust his instincts, telling him the war will be there for him when he needs it, and so will he. The finale of the song is much more uplifting, with a warmer instrumentation and a more confident sound to Kion as he believes in himself. Havika Visa. Dad wanted the best for the Lion Guard, and I found them. But now, maybe the best isn't good enough. I just don't understand. Why? Why even trust me at all? They say the guard is my call. But then come tell me I'm wrong. Now what? What should I do? And who? Who do I turn to? Now everything feels so upside down Yes, Kion. I am your grandfather. Fossa, I've heard a lot about you. And I've been watching you. You are about to embark on a great journey, Kion. Leader of the Lion Guard. I'm not sure Dad's gonna let me lead the Lion Guard. He's worried that I can't handle it. Kion, Simba is worried. But he's worried because he loves you. Being leader of the Lion God will not always be easy. Then maybe Dad's right. Maybe I'm not ready to lead or use the roar. I'm not even sure I can control it. First it's super loud, then it's just a squeak. And I... I don't want to end up like Scar. Don't be afraid, Kyle. Trust your instincts. The roar will be there for you when you need it. And so will I. Until the Pride Lands end. Father Mufasa, don't go yet. Trust my instincts. The roar will be there when I need it. Maybe my journey is far from done. They need a leader and I'm the one. So now it's time for them all to see.
Wrapping up with our final song for this week, we have one of Bo Black's songs from the soundtrack. It's a Beautiful Day from the Beginning All the Way Through is an exciting song. It has a great rhythm that you have no problem dancing around with. Adding to the fast-paced instrumentation, Bo Black is also joined by a backup chorus and whistling added to the instrumentation. It's a playful number. Personally, I've been listening to this song every morning to put me in a good mood before heading off to see what the day has in store for me, because the lyrics are a great reminder that every day is a beautiful day. We gotta live for fun, it's the only way. Nisik Nuzuri. My time is up. Asante Sana for sticking around for another magical music review. Feel free to connect with the D team on the DIYR discussion page on Facebook and with me with any comments, suggestions, and questions at page at disradio.com. That's P A I G E at disradio.com. Have a wonderful rest of your week, D heads, and until next time, see ya! It's Disney Blues. Disney. On demand. Ooh, I thought you were dead. With your host, Jonathan Johnson. What? My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. Was this baby? We'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, OVD Head, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Lots of fun things on the horizon, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Joshua Rush. Yes, Bunga from Disney's The Lion Guard for stopping in, chatting with us, 
having some fun, and come on, I still expect to see you on MasterChef in the upcoming years. Why not? I mean, come on, that was a great food choice for your favorite food. So thank you, Joshua, for stopping in. We're going to continue to enjoy the adventures of Bunga on The Lion Guard and check you out in the upcoming suspense horror movie, Emily and More. And I'd also like to thank the D-Team. Yes, I'd like to thank Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Page, Jason, Cody, and Randy, all for stopping here this week with their signature segments. Without the D-Team, there would be no show. You'd have to listen to me, ramble week in, week out, talk about my kids, and so much more. So thank you, D-Team, for stopping in, adding the magic, and making the show what it is. You guys make the show. You guys make the magic happen. And if you want to connect up with the D-Team, definitely do it. They want to connect up with you. They want to chat with you. And you can always drop them a line directly on the D-Team page found on our official website at DizRadio.com. All you have to do is search them out, find their email address, and drop them a line, chat with the D-Team, and get connected. And finally, I want to thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there definitely would be no show. You are the reason we've been coming at you for the last six years here at Disney On Demand. You are the reason that we continue to bring you the lifetime of Disney with the magic and memories and more from your entire childhood, your adult life, and passing on to your children. So thank you, the D-Heads, for continuing to spread the word and listen to the show and make it exactly what it is. So thank you, the D-Heads. So next week, we have a fun guest stopping in. But before I give you all the clues so you can piece it all together, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our fullest of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all of the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also join our Diz Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, quirky little show. And remember, you can always subscribe and get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, your tablet, and more through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. There you can subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released right there on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And remember, you can find all of these links and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. So, all of you D-Heads, with that said, I have another birthday to get ready for here, but next week, we're going to have some fun. Think dogs, think golden retrievers, think a variety of them, and then also think of something that is constant in all of them in the form of law enforcement. I'm going to leave it at that, all VD heads. So until next week, as I always mention, much of what I'm going to be doing here this weekend, take time, slow down, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all VD heads, I'll catch you online and have a fantastic weekend. <laughs> Oh, me? Let's all congratulate us with another cup of tea. A very merry, a 
in that case, a very merry birthday to me. To you, a very merry birthday from me. For you, now blow the candle out, my dear, and make your wish come true. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.